Hello, hello, hello. Go. He's already recording, so don't say anything bad. Don't say cock or bollocks. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science and see if science has a tidy bedroom or if there's clothes, condoms and empty Dorito packets all over the floor. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer, Yellow and Christopher Gibson. Good day. All right, Chris, I am completely scared about asking you about the current <laughs> state of your bedroom. Oh, my bedroom at the moment, um, clothes are strewn everywhere. Yep. Um, there are a couple of plates with some food detritus on them. Oh God, why do you use oh. that word, the detritus <laughs> word? I don't even know what it means, but I know it's gross. There probably is the odd, uh, unused nappy floating around. I'm so pleased that okay. the unused part is um, there. And there would definitely be a couple of glasses with some residue of drink in them as okay. well. That's but good. no, no, no condoms, nothing like that. There's no fecal matter. Um, no Dorito tissues, packets. no Dorito packets, <laughs> no tissues with uh, mucus in them or anything like that. Well, well no. done, Christopher Gibson. Thank you. Well done, Cameron. Oh, we could look actually because we yeah, record this in right Cameron's across. house. We could go and have a look at his bedroom right now. But my, I don't know. I've been here a couple of times. I've never noticed any. Every grossness. time I go in his room, it looks really nice. <laughs> Well, that's you meet good. every Friday. <laughs> and you Can do I mention that in? all the time yeah. as well. well you know, I often sneak away and have a look in Cameron's room. It looks beautiful. And have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are talking about your stuff, I duck away. Have a Is nap. that where you go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very I thought good. you just went out there to burp. <laughs> <laughs> Some gas escapes the body, yeah. In your room. Ghost. Andy, your Gross. room, meticulous. Uh, no, uh, one thing I've learned about wardrobes is that they only contain the clothes that you never wear. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> All mm. of the clothes I actually wear end up on the floor, yep. um, on the bed, and in a pile. And I'm, I haven't even got a system to separate um, dirty clothes from clean clothes. Mm. Well, so it's, an, it's an add, absolute nightmare. Add them to the pile. Just there's a there's and a generic pile. Okay. And then my nose is the ultimate test. Mm. Sniff it if it mm. smells like balls. Yeah. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Very when, good. When are you stopping <laughs> What's the smell to not wear it? Um, like <laughs> Good question. <yeah. laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> balls and sweat and no, poo. Anus. Anus? If it smells like anus, it goes in the, in the, in the wash, wash pile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, to get re-balled. So if, yeah, that's right. I think you need yeah. to change washing procedure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, what what about science? Does science have a clean bedroom or not? Uh, yeah, science has a very clean bedroom. And if it doesn't have a clean bedroom, it has very specific... You know those baskets that people have for clothes? Yeah. Like laundry baskets. Laundry, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, those rubbish baskets. That people, anus baskets. For all the posh people, yeah. <laughs> one basket is for anus clothing. And one other is for balls. balls. <laughs> and one um, for new or future balls. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is interesting in the sense that um, I think we all know, you know, a lot of scientists, obviously, and we all know scientists who are pretty untidy. but uh, so, so there's definitely been occasions, and Cameron, you've definitely got a story of going to a conference with some 
uh, academics professors. Oh yeah, and you were a little surprised at, at, at the the state of the room you shared with them. Yeah, yeah. So I I came in late. I was sharing a room with four people, two academics. Oh god, that sounds and horrible. Already. I was the last person in, and so I had to choose who I would bunk above because we're in these are uh, two bunks yeah. with four people. Yeah. And I, from the state of the bed, I was one night later. From the state of the bed, I decided who was who, and so I stayed above one person in particular. That's some pretty good detective work, right? And there. I was wrong. <gasps> oh, <yeah>. No, <laughs> what a twist! However, if you had, if you thought about the office that that person keeps. And the state that's in, I think you would have got it right because yeah. the person who had the dirty bed has a dirty office. I mean, I don't think it always really correlates. I've got no, a pretty, I think it does. I've yeah. got a pretty messy office, but I do have quite a clean bedroom. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. My uh, but out the window. What do you think? Anyone else? Andrew, you're pretty. You're very clean in the office. I seem to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't do very much work. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, news from the week, gents. I've got some. Let me go first. Uh, so, no, wait up. Um, no, how dare you? No, don't okay. you dare. Okay. Um, we haven't recorded for five weeks, I think. Mm, mm, really? I think so, yeah. It's been a long time. It's Has been a long felt time. like a while. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. five weeks. And in that five weeks, I spent three of those weeks in South America. Mm. I went to Brazil and Colombia. Great. And had a great time. Uh, missed you guys. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, missed, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. missed our yeah. listeners. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Had super fun time. And a special thanks to a regular listener, Arnold, for making that experience so good. He organized everything, took us everywhere. We ate awesome food. We met awesome people, uh, listened to awesome music, particularly in Brazil. Um, and also the new listener, Jago. Who's learning? Who speaks English? And okay. I threatened him with this podcast to learn more English. Yeah, uh, some extra so words. Some like extra words. Detritus. Yeah. I don't think would be yeah. books. <laughs> it's a bad way to learn English. Perhaps. Yeah. So any Thank science you. while you're away? Oh, I went to a science museum. Oh, I can't in believe the Rio. Is yes. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> fucking great is this? I'm like a real scientist. Um, we went to, so in Rio, uh, we did lots of music stuff. So my other hobby is, uh, Samba is a is Brazilian percussion. So I did lots of that and listened and watched lots of that. Yeah. But we walked past the science museum and I was like, okay, let's go in. Obviously let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And it was all about climate change and it was yeah. incredible. It was excellent. It not only made you, so there were a series of stations, but and at each station they talked about a different sort of aspect of climate change in this one particular sort of like station it was it was all interactive and you based on your kind of activities and what you do it tells you how many worlds you would need if everyone in the world lived like you Ah. Does that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, yep. Yep. so based on how much imported food, how much you drive, how much you travel, all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, mine wasn't good. Mine was almost three worlds. <laughs> three worlds? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Three so, worlds full of Andes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. God. To and satisfy what? my current needs from the earth. That's because your car's so large and you eat steak three times a day? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I also go around clubbing uh, uh, seals. Seals, yeah. <laughs> I th- no, I think I'd like us to be an anti-seal clubbing podcast. Uh, is that okay? Yes. Is that motion yep. pass? Sorry, yeah, let me just retract what I said. Yes, of course. We're not into clubbing seals. We love seals. Yeah, we love seals. Excellent. Good. But it, when you were, if you were in a club, Chris, would you enjoy the music of seal? 
Oh, what a oh, crap Of course question. I would. He's from my era. <laughs> of course he is, yeah. How many times have you made love to his music? Kissed by a rose on the oh. grave. I wish you wouldn't make eye contact and touch yourself. I can sing. Um, oh, and then so one of the best things of this museum was it. I realized that they didn't just tell you the problems they made you feel the problems so h- how do you make someone feel global warming do they just make the room warm they just, yeah actually it actually was quite warm in real anyway so <laughs> i thought it was everything go walk outside motherfuckers <laughs> there it is there's no air conditioning <laughs> yeah that's it that's it other news from me is my article got released in Australian Quarterly, which is great. Ah, so that's my great. first ever good um, on you, man. article. So that was really good. Well and done. I'm writing another one at the moment. Um, and also, I'm not sure we talked about this. Nope, not yet. I know oh, it's coming. I know it's coming. Like, you can see the anticipation. Oh, yeah. Once yeah. again. What? It's happened. The kings of AFM. I prefer giants. The oh. juggernauts. Giants. Right. Colossuses. The colossuses. The colossi. I'm part oh, of the Colossi. You yeah. are. You oh, are. Actually, I like kings. Emperors as well. Emperors of AFM science. Oh, oh God, Chris. <laughs> never do that again. <laughs> anyway, we got a paper accepted in nanotechnology. Yeah. Yay. So this is another well podcast where one of us, and in fact, all three of us have got a paper accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, like, we are really pushing back the boundaries of science. Yeah, pulling back the foreskin of science. Yep, yep, to reveal the moist glands. Jesus Christ, Chris! <laughs> Stop See, saying glands! At least if it was you, if for AFM things, you could have said tip. Oh, very <laughs> good, the moist tip. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Well done. All right, people, it's been five weeks, but through the magic of the internet and computers, you won't notice that time period elapsing. It'll just feel like every two weeks is normal. Yep. Obviously, lots of Gibbo's news. So let's get into it. Uh, graphene thickness paper that we're all on has received another site. Ooh, now three. Three. Three, three, three sites. Ba, ba, ba. Is it three an actual sites. real site or is it a... Um, no, it's real. It's real. It's real. Do it's they real. say Shira et al? Uh, no, it's just numbered. That's all. Um, uh, yeah, no, no Shira et al. Uh, in there, no Shearer method or anything like that. And they cited it. Are you going to talk about why they cited it? No, Cameron, you do that. That's, All right. That's so this paper. one, uh, it's a paper on how to accurately measure AF, uh, graphene thickness via AFM. Yeah. And the site is because in there somewhere I wrote what the graphite interlayer spacing is. Yep. Not really. Not nothing. Not the point. I, not of what. The paper. Not what I discovered in the paper. <laughs> just what I wrote in the paper. There's a lesson here scientists out there write papers in great detail and you will get accidental sorry incidental sites yeah there you go and that's what we did so perfect bring it now you'll remember last time um gibbo site watch that segment finished thank god Um, for that yeah i know you guys are upset but of course (laughs) that when one segment dies another is born gibbo's site countdown (laughs) what what? <laughs> you don't remember that? that I, like, but listeners are going to be like two weeks ago, Cameron, you talked about this, and now you can't remember. What, was I pro it at this time? or You were, you were on board. You guys are always on board, as far as I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's amazing how memories work, isn't and, it, Chris? And what this is, is can I beat 2015 sites? Currently on Scopus for 2015, right. I got... You're only saying one. One uh, one source, so choose your favorite one. Yeah, I'll have to be. I'll, I'm going to say them all, but I'm going to do it really quick. So, uh, Scopus is 143, 
Currently for 2016, I've got 137. Oh, catching Close. up. Catching up. Web you haven't of, got long though. You haven't got long. Web of Science Core Collection 2015 was 138. Currently, 131. Ooh. Seven? You're gonna? Are you gonna get seven papers by the end of the year? No, no. These are sites. I can't get seven papers by the. Oh, oh okay. These are sites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you implying that if I publish seven papers, yeah. I'll cite my own work? <laughs> yeah. Chris only needs to publish one paper to get seven <laughs> yeah. sites. Yeah. 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 If I can squeeze twenty <laughs> citations into one paper, I will do. Do that. it. Start um, writing. And that is actually it for Gibbo's news. Oh, what? Well, I, I, oh, I, here we go. There we go. Let, let me just oh, say no, one no, thing. Wait, wait, wait. 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 So, it's, it's got some other news sections segments. No, 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 no. What, what I did want to say was the last couple of podcasts, um, you know, I have said a couple of Gibbo's prepared statements. Yeah. This week, no prepared statements. I'm what gonna, are I'm going to have a, a, a fortnight off. What are the listeners going to do? Well, you know, it's unfortunate. But my logic is you've got to keep them wanting more. And two mm. Gibbo statements in a row is too much yep. for, for most people. Is that how you feel about making love as well? You mean... Uh, <laughs> Give it a fortnight off? <laughs> Keep the wife wanting more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never allow her to finish. <laughs> Ouch. Chris, also, while you're here... Hi. How's it going? Before you, before you go, Before you leave. Yeah, before you go. I'm feeling a bit tired. Just going to duck off. I want to say that... This last couple of days where you've really been involved in the Facebook community of this podcast yes. oh, yeah. has been yeah. a highlight for me yeah. Yeah, thank oh. you. and that and that page because yeah. I've never seen anyone have a essentially a one person conversation <laughs> on Facebook before. It's brilliant. Yeah. He's he's like there was one it was like next week we discuss thing and then you reply under that, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I don't get all my thoughts down in the one comment and I hit enter too quick so then I have to put another one in <laughs> and sometimes when I reread my comments I'm like that's worthy of, that's, of stating again yeah. what and also stop liking your own comments all the time oh, it's not that, a thing that's not a thing to do it's not a thing nah it is, it is now Cameron news for the week you can say nothing oh, no I've got something Sorry. have you Oh, he's scratching his eye. Oh, God, he's so juicy. Why are your eyes so juicy? <laughs> Chris mentioning moist glands. <laughs> he's emotional. He's emotional. He's There's no a... Gibbo's prepared statement exactly. this week. He's Jeez. having a cry. Don't be sad. So I had a, a new listener come up and tell oh. me how nice the podcast is recently. Oh, oh lovely. Uh, and for the first time ever, it's a listener who's above all of us on the science um, food chain. Ooh. Oh, so I think normally our our uh, so target we, audience would be equal the, food chain or perhaps lower yeah, food so chain. Yeah, so if we were um, bottom feeders, we would hope that other bottom feeders and plankton would yeah. be listening. Yeah, mm. and this mm. guy is. Uh, probably a tuna. <laughs> oh, that's quite good. <laughs> Something worthy of farming. That's good. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Very good, very good. You that's were going news. with a, a sea... I was, I was. I like it. I'm amazed that you managed to... Yeah, it wasn't just like a bottom feeder as in someone that licks people's bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> we're not implying that about our listeners. That's not you no, guys. No, no. Just no. ourselves. Just that, ourselves, just yeah. <laughs> But if that's your bag, then that's... Actually, while we're on it, Chris, how many bottoms you licked? Uh, no, no, don't answer. Not interested. I like the way you... Oh, more than three. Less than 20. And so this new listener uh, came and gave me some content. And he, he said, I've got a funny story for you that you should say. 
Excellent. And they were in the car park at mm. our workplace. Yep. And they noticed someone get in their car uh, park, yep. get out of their park car, check the spot where they are, get back yeah. in the car, change where they were, how they were aligned like in the car Jimmy park. Jimmy across, yeah. Get out, check again. Three times they checked their position before they were finally happy with where they were parked. Wow. And they, I assume they were going for dead center? I have no idea. We I can ask him. So. Chris, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you fucking weirdo, Chris. You I was about absolute. to say, I was about to say, I, I know who he's talking about. <laughs> Chris. Did he, did he tell you how many times I checked I'd lock the car? <laughs> Probably he had work to do, so he left. I, Chris, I am what's a, going I am on? a bit funny about car parking. <laughs> I can tell. It has to be in the right spot. I no am a bit OCD, you know. If my wife ever hears this, she'll go, I know exactly. You don't know the pain she goes through. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I check the lights in the house at least five times. I check every the taps are off a couple of times. The heater's off. We don't use the heater anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because you couldn't sleep? The stove is off. The oven's off. Uh, wow. The, the, yeah, I do check all these things at least three or four times. What, Chris? Yeah. I, I, it, it went from... Really laughing at you now. I feel really sorry yeah, for you. I'm sorry I brought it up now. Actually. No, I don't feel too sorry. It's, it only it, 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 it only takes up about two hours of my day. <laughs> oh, excellent. There you go. So there you go, listeners. You've learned something new about me. Now to the serious part of the podcast. Ooh. Where we I've talk been about serious the whole time. Have you really? I have. Have you? Yeah. Uh, well, I can never tell because I can only see your eyebrows. If you start joking around, Cameron, then I'm going to pass out. Are you, saying, are you saying I have really big eyebrows? I'm just saying your eyebrows uh, don't tell me whether or not you're having fun. Oh, what? You're saying I don't have non-emotive eyebrows? Exactly. Yep. All right. Yep. Oh, time yep. to be serious? Yep. Time Let's to get... be serious, everyone. Our topic for today is accessibility to students and colleagues. Okay. And what I mean... Or what I guess we mean yes. is where do you draw the line between job yeah. and being a friend or being friendly, mm-hmm. especially in the time of social media? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Cameron, yeah, give us your rules. Oh, I'd, so uh, I don't really follow these things strictly because I've broken them a few times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. At the moment, I. Uh, do not give out my mobile phone number. Yep. yep. And I do not be Facebook friends with students. Okay. Colleagues? Colleagues, yes. Okay. Uh, and even colleagues, I think if I decide that they are a friend of mine, I'll give them my phone number. Yeah. But I'm kind of expecting that they would use it just for social things or emergencies yep. for work. Good. I, don't- I just want to check. So I've got your number. Yep. I believe I had it when we were working at Flinders. Yeah. Chris has got your number. Yes. Have whoa, any whoa, hold of us, on. Wait, wait. Have any of us ever <laughs> broken the unwritten rule by calling you about work stuff? I don't think you have. Oh, no. that's all right. Cool. I'm starting to panic. I thought this was like a bit oh, of an yeah. intervention. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why I wanted to talk about this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I think we, we called you the other week, actually, about the um, this oh, paper that we just got accepted. I texted you about the paper. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. But mm. quite often, so you will call me on my work number 
and I'll call you on your work. Oh yeah, that's as well. true. Yeah. So yeah. mobiles, yeah, mobiles are a bit off limits. What about you guys? You're kind of the same. Well, with giving out your mobile number. I was I was going to say what um, what constitutes student. So a PhD student, would you include in that the bracket of not giving out number two? Well, this is where it's it's a bit of a fuzzy mm. line. Yeah, I kind of like at least I want to. I don't know until I actually know someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I I I know PhD students who I would give my number to. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't, but if they said, "Oh, can I have your number, Gibbo?" I'd be like, "Yeah, fine." Um, honors students and undergrads. Probably not, mm-hmm. I think. I don't think there's any honours undergrads I would have given my number out to. I'd be afraid that if you did that in a work setting that you'd suddenly start getting calls every time they have a problem with an experiment. Mm-hmm. That would that would start to concern me, um, and particularly because I, I manage a facility, so I train lots of students. Hang on, but wasn't your number up on the whiteboard at one nah, time? No, no, that wasn't me. That was someone else. Oh, yeah, another yeah. Chris. But it uh, may have been Ash what? or... Might have been Renee as well. Yeah, Renee yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, some photos people... did you send to this phone number? <laughs> but just so many dick pics. I'm so sorry to Ash. So no, wonder, no wonder he avoided me for so long. Send them through again. I mean, you've got my number now, so uh, let's go. Honestly, if you wanted a dick pic a day, I would so happily do that. Uh, it wouldn't always be mine. <laughs> Listeners, what have I done? So uh, it depends on the situation, I think. Yeah. It really does. So for colleagues, so yeah, I've given out my number to lots of colleagues. And Actually, I don't give my mobile number to um, like bosses either. So it works the other way. We're talking in this uh, this instance of students that would potentially want to get hold of us. Yeah. Mm. But also, I've seen situations where someone gives their number to their boss yes. and their boss hounds them. I've heard of that before. Yeah, it's never you happened know, to like, me, but I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, we've all had people that get emails at 2, 3 a.m., but imagine receiving a text message. It's oh. so much more personal. You know? yeah. yeah, It's harder to ignore. Exactly. Yeah. And you're really, you're, we're really wired to read a text straight away whereas an email yes. you can just see that it's there and not read it or yep. get back to it later yeah exactly. exactly and it really blurs on your especially now with smartphones it blurs the line between that smartphone being there for fun and that smartphone being as a, a portal for work or, yes. or something it really mixes that up mm. yeah because i don't know about you but my smartphone is mainly for porn <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer so, that question. And you don't want to be interrupted by text messages. I do not want to get a message saying, Andy, can you come help me on the AFM? I don't know why I'd be watching porn at work. I'm just saying, it's a non-zero probability. Andy, I've been in the office, I've been in the tea room, and you're not there. <laughs> Try the disabled toilet. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Dear, dear. Um, But that... Um, you know, the I've, I've I've always given my number when asked by a supervisor, but I've never had that uh, say oh, broken. Good. I kind of feel like at least the supervisor I've had that they, you know, they they've respected yeah. the unwritten rule. But there is a I have seen a research group before where it's expected that everyone shares mobile phone numbers mm. and that they are constantly keeping each other up to date with text messages about wow. what's happening. Oh wow! Actually, I think. A lot of time now, especially when you're kind of in our position, you do go to conferences with people Mm. and an exchange of mobile just helps things, especially if you're abroad or you're in a different city, it helps things in that way. Yeah. So it's good to know that they've kept to the, you know, they haven't, as soon as you got back to work, started, you know, getting in contact with you that way. But this research group, I mean, how many people are in this 
So um, I think there are about six or seven of them in the research group. And uh, the research leader is is often texting the students and, and they're getting wow. texts in reply, you know, like on updates, basically. Yeah. The kind of thing that you could, could do by email, I guess it's just more immediate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just the way that, that they operate. I'd find that quite confronting if you were to come into that group. I'd be like, shit, I'm not sure I'm into this. You know, <laughs> you know, constantly updating everyone on the work that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can do that via email, I think, quite effectively, and then it's yeah. not so intrusive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you ever sent a text to the wrong number? That's no, the thing. Have, is yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's it doesn't happen much anymore. Mm. But there's still that risk that if your partner's called, I don't know, Mel. And someone in work is called Mel. Mel. Yeah. <laughs> that you could be like, hey, sweetie, <laughs> I'm ready for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just <laughs> got a glimpse into an text sometimes. It's the first Monday of the month. <laughs> you know what's going to happen tonight. The best five minutes of your month's coming up. Well, just while we're still talking about mobile phones, Andy, yeah. um, I gave out my mobile phone number to someone that I've been collaborating with in in australia so they're in in australia um and but they're uh they're not at the place where i'm working at at the moment Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i regret giving them the phone number oh no yeah Uh, why 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 so uh i would sometimes delay on like so someone sends you an email asking you asking you for something yeah i might wait until i you know i get that piece of information before replying yeah or if i think you know or i also sometimes don't look at my email all the time yeah or i don't work nine to five i might mm-hmm. work start start later or just work less hours than that in a day yeah uh and so they'll text me and they'll say something like uh can i call you Oh, um, that's really like yeah. stalkery kind of mm, behavior. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you yeah. up to right now? Yeah. So, um, and I, I probably should just have the talk saying, don't use my phone for that. Yeah. But it's um, quite an awkward conversation. Yeah. Isn't so, it? of mm. course, what I've been doing is not re- not replying to the text messages. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I would reply to them the next time I'm at work yep. by, via email. Yes. Well, That's after the, a couple yep. of times <laughs> of that, the person should pick up on the fact that you don't want, you know, you'd, you'd hope think so. that would work. Yeah, we'll know. see how it's going. It's yeah. been a couple times now. I would say it's been one over what I would expect for okay. it to have sunk in. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and then finally, yes, I once gave out someone else's phone number. <gasps> <laughs> That's like sending someone else's nudes. It's like so, posting someone else's nudes on Reddit. <laughs> so, so we have an electron microscopy facility. Yeah. And for a long time, that was managed by students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, as the manager of electron microscopy facility, you're doing with a lot of students of varying degrees of capability. Yep. And so there was one guy in particular, and I was sharing an office with the person who was running the facility. One person in particular was always calling the office and asking for help. Uh, and they were always asking for these mundane, like super simple questions yep. that could be answered by, you know, a search on Google. Yep. Mm, and mm. one day I answered the phone and they somehow sweet talked me into giving away the <laughs> oh. mobile phone number. Jedi mind tricks. Yeah, that's yeah, right. What yeah. a great manipulator. I know. So I, I have, I, 
I still Actually, feel bad about it, and it was yeah. about six years ago. Does that person know that you gave their number? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you apologise profusely? Yes. <laughs> Probably wasn't enough. Um, so that's that's all the mobile phone stuff. Yep. But now we've got social media, Facebook, Twitter. Name other ones, Chris. Go. Face crack. Crackbook. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whoa. Yahoo Mail. No. Um, Come on, more. Which ones? Uh, uh, Gmail. That's an email Twitter. service. Reddit. Twitter, I said. Reddit, kind of. Is Reddit real? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> is Reddit real? I want that on a quote. Is Reddit real? Yes. Um, it's not, it's uh, MySpace? Essential. Is MySpace uh, still real? With, no. Oh, okay. Uh, the Google has one as well. Google Group or Google Thing. Plus. Google, Google Plus. Plus. Yeah. Uh, Have you heard weird. of um, Tumblr? Uh, yeah, what's the dating one? What's Instagram? the one where you swipe? No, that's Tinder. Tinder, that's the don't one. Don't act all weird about <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, I knew it started with a T. So, social media means social people, means socializing. Do you socialize with colleagues and students? Uh, when I was working in Nottingham, that's the last time I used Facebook regularly. That was in 2007. Uh, yeah, I would have socialised with PhD students and postdocs. Until yeah. this week. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah yesterday, now yesterday I'm back week. on. So um, that's that's yeah. So PhD students and postdocs uh, colleagues, I would have socialised through Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The, but Cameron, not everyone. Have you got yeah. a lower barrier for Facebook friendship? Well, so I I do avoid tr- I do try to avoid being Facebook friends with students, but yeah. of course that doesn't always happen because yeah. there is that kind of uh, development from I mean they can still technically be a student but they can become a workmate yeah. as in a, or a work friend yeah. Yeah. yeah or a friend and so when that happens then I'm happy to be Facebook friends with them but I have had a few of my old supervisors uh, who weren't who wouldn't like I would constantly add them as friends while and- I was a student <laughs> and they would never accept until. So you left until I until they weren't my supervisor anymore, and then we became ah. Facebook friends. So well, that's that's, that's kind of where I'm I've I've got it from. Yeah. Um. And so of course I'm not as senior as what they were, so I'm it's fine for me to be more friendly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because on hmm. on Facebook, obviously, it needs to be a two way process. Someone invites you to be th- their friend, and you accept. Yeah. So there is still some kind of barrier and you can be like oh i didn't look i don't look you 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 don't have to be there's a way around it but on somewhere like twitter you have no no chance really of of stopping them if they want to follow you they just click follow yep and you have to block them and you know like but you don't have to accept them so have you you blocked anyone um, yeah, there was like this spammer lady. Ah, uh, okay. And yep. like, there's a, a few bots out there that yep. are like, hey, sexy, you want to exchange photos? And I always say yes, and they always send pictures of other people. Someone else. Someone else. And oh, you're like, no, no, no. No, you. <laughs> oh, I want to you, spam bot. <laughs> um, so, are you on Twitter? Yes. We must be friends. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to. I'm not going to be able to add you. much to this whole thing. <laughs> no. What about LinkedIn? So isn't that face? <laughs> isn't that Facebook for like professionals? Or yeah, something? yeah. I remember I went on LinkedIn and I. It's added really annoying. Someone. Oh, LinkedIn's pretty gross. It's just loads of people with professional photographs being professional. Oh, is that professional? So what I try to do is put loads of gross stuff up there from Andy Matter, and everyone likes it. So I like that. 
Oh, it's that's like, good. I yeah. put up my sweary it's, posts. And you're my, the naughtiest person on LinkedIn. I really am. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I just keep forgetting my password is the problem oh, with LinkedIn. Jesus if I could just Christ remember Christ. it, I'd probably use it more. But yeah. No, it's not worth Sorry it. Sorry to all my LinkedIn friends out there. It's pretty shit. LinkedIn's yeah. pretty shit. Yeah. So what about um, talking about like social engagements with yep. with colleagues? Like have you ever been to – like you're in my house – Yep. Yep. Uh, yes, you ever been to the house of any of your supervisors before? Oh, uh, yes, I have, but it's been with the group. Okay. I've yep. never been to a supervisor. Ah, no. Oh, I stayed at my <laughs> PhD supervisor's house for six months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did that slip your mind? <laughs> That's right. I lived with him for six months. <laughs> So no real interaction. No real no. interaction. <laughs> <laughs> were they there at the time? <laughs> did no, they did they, they know you were there at the time? <laughs> <laughs> you, were you li- were you living in a, a crawl space or something? <laughs> Spying no, on them. PhD's <laughs> a tough time. Um <laughs> So uh no, she was um uh, <laughs> it gets worse. she was uh, Abroad in doing a sabbatical for six oh, months, and okay. I stayed. But she knew you there. were there, yeah. Uh, well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> I thought we talked about it. Um, yeah. About Chris, I mean, you had some pretty uh, high-ranking postdocs at some point. Did you uh, go to any uh, supervisors? Oh, look, uh, you know, I've houses? done I've done postdocs at various places around the world: Nottingham, oh. Leeds, Birmingham. Cambridge. Yes, 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 yes. I have been to some important places and some important parties. Oh, this is an interesting like question yeah. then. Yeah. People's, so supervisors' houses from Cambridge, yep. are they fancier than people's houses from Flinders, than this castle? Uh, so my, my boss at, at, at Flinders had a nice place, you know, it was Flinders. not, sorry, no, I'm talking about Cambridge. I mean, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, but you Cambridge. didn't say that. Didn't what did say I say? Said Flinders. Oh, sorry. So, so my, my boss at Cambridge <laughs> had did. like a nice English home. So it's not massive. Yeah. Kind of a little cottagey feel. Yeah. Um, but it was lovely. It was nice. We played shove hay penny. What? That's not <laughs> a game. That doesn't it's sound a very like, English game. That sounds very like English something game. Miss Marple or something plays. Yep. What is it? Oh, yeah. No, no, it sounds like disgusting to me. <laughs> shove, <laughs> shove what? Where? Shove halfpenny. <laughs> it does sound quite sexual, Chris. <laughs> no, like, be- believe me, there was there was I, nothing sexual about this game at all. So here's the halfpenny, <laughs> and you put it any, you shove it anywhere you want. You have played. <laughs> Cameron, any uh, faux pas in people's houses? Uh, no, not massive ones. So I've been to three supervisor houses. Um, two of them were just for like end of year barbecue type things. Yeah, standard. Yeah, but mm. uh, there was mm. one group where I worked at and we would have massive parties at his no. house. No. Yeah. How old was he? Was he Ooh. a younger supervisor? Yeah, younger. I'm actually not sure how old he is. Mm. Um, maybe 10 or so years older than yeah. me. Like the cocaine came out, strippers... Oh, no, I think we have different definitions of massive parties. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we drank a Coke and went home at nine. <laughs> yeah, but that was really fun. Like yeah, we, were all, yeah. we were all really good friends with each other in that That's group. That's good. Mm. But I think that being real good friends with, our, with each other did make it hard to tell someone when they were doing something not quite right. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when there were like a safety issue would continually be broken. Yeah. It became very difficult to f- be friends with someone and tell them, hey, uh, 
actually yeah, stop doing yeah. that. I, I, I know we're mates and I said it friendly last time, but I'm going to stop being friendly if you keep doing this. Yeah. Yep. And yep, you yep. owe me a beer, motherfucker. Is that what you would say? <laughs> you just got beers lined up for all the time you were mean to people. No, that's good. Uh, ha- have you been on the other side where you've invited people over to your house? So that's actually something I'm thinking about doing, but I haven't done it yet. So I think that it would be really great to show some of our international students yep. kind of like a, an Australian barbecue mm-hmm. yep. type of thing. It's a good idea. At the moment, you know, in where we work, we really don't do things for fun. Mm. Well, we have these organized events because they can be stuffy yeah and you end up hanging out with the same people yeah and they're really not inclusive to international people who where english is their second language i don't think yeah that's probably Um, fair to say so yes it's in my mind but i haven't done it yet and i but i don't know what's really stopped me probably laziness is number (laughs) one thanks Mm. for being so honest (laughs) (laughs) well you asked yeah yeah And our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And today, our science has actually got a number of topics because we're going to answer a BuzzFeed article. This was sent through by a listener. Yep, and, that works. Um, Lauren, she put this thing up and it was from BuzzFeed mm. and it's so clickbaity. Yep. So clickbaity. It was hard not to get excited when I saw the title. Exactly. And the ooh, title is... Ooh. 22 questions human beings will never, ever be able to answer. And then it says, your move, science. Well, get ready to be answered, motherfuckers. That's right, Chris. I like how how riled up you are. You got them all. I got them all. I love it. All right. I'll come. To, I'll go to you first, Chris. We're not doing twenty-two, though, are we? we just, no, we're just going to choose the ones that are easy to answer. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> all right. So we are representatives representatives we represent we represent science yes and i just want to point out we are not science no so chris is science yeah chris is sorry chris sorry you you pointed that out quite early on didn't you in the series all right third time um chris Mm. i'm gonna ask you a random one go for it why does cereal taste better at night Ah, I'm glad you asked that one. So, <laughs> I have to say... Classic uh, debating. Yeah. I, I think this is interesting because when I wake up in the morning, I'm not hungry. I never feel really hungry. I don't start getting hungry until probably around 10 a.m., 10.30. I know that's hard to believe, mm. but I'm not hungry as soon as I wake up. I went to the interweb and found out that is, that is an actual thing. There are actual reasons why people don't feel hungry as soon as they wake up in the morning, which okay. which doesn't make sense because you haven't eaten for what eight nine hours. Yeah, yeah. So you should be starving. So some of the reasons that people aren't hungry in the morning are, and I've lost. Wait, my are thing. you getting to the answer to the question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so when you <laughs> there, are, there are there are a few different reasons. One is hormone levels apparently are not optimum yep. to feel hungry in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. The other is, I can't actually remember right now, but there is that hormone is the main reason. So, therefore, you don't want to eat cereal in the morning because you're not hungry. Yeah. So, you, but you have to, you have to like chow it down. Okay. No, but the question is, why does it taste better in the evening? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean is in the morning. In the morning, you, you exactly. Just don't want ex- it. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Oh, we got there. We got there. I've had half like, a mid- what? No, I've had half. <laughs> a, I've had half a mid strength, so I'm slowing oh, down. Oh, you're in, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yes, you have to. You have to. You know, force the force yeah. the cereal down. So yeah. you're not getting the enjoyment out of it. You're not getting the enjoyment because you're not hungry. But in the evening, of course, mm. hunger's up. You put yep. it in the gob, and yeah, also it tastes lovely. Normally, these cereals are quite sugary, right? Yeah. Yep. So your body—it's an easy source of energy. At the end of the day, when you're low in energy after you know you've been up all day doing whatever, Chris, you do—I forget. But changing then, when you have to spend that long parking. That's like right. Yeah, like shimmy in your car into twenty. In and parkings. out of the car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so the other reason was. Your metabolism is a bit like a fireplace. So if you keep throwing sticks or fire or... or let's cut that bit out. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut it out. <laughs> all right. I lost it there. Sorry. Don't need to apologize, Chris. We're all friends here. All right, more. Cameron. I'll go on. All right. Why does cutting up an apple yep. make it way more tasty? I think that uh, there's a few things at play here, and one of them comes across in... I mean, a lot of these are food-based, aren't they? Yeah, they're all... Yeah. And so I think that uh, what we really want in food is a high surface area mm-hmm. um, because I think that then you're getting a lot more uh, interaction between your taste buds and the food itself. But the actual act of mastication would do that, wouldn't it? Yes, chewing or, mas- <laughs> or mastication. That is true. I think mastication does increase the surface area, but that initial taste sort of uh overload yeah mm. is when you first put it in your mouth so the smaller the, the the piece the more surface area the more interaction with the taste buds you would initially have all right we've already so based on that then i'm going to throw another one into the mix why are mini m&ms much more delicious than regular m&ms and it's going to be the same reason right that's what i have Chris, I, I, have, I, 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 I have some uh some other answers to both those questions oh go for it so um the other reason is that uh, when apples are exposed to oxygen, it actually activates enzymes within the apple, and um, that actually improves the taste and flavor. Oh, my God. More the other thing is that when you, when you bite into an apple that's not cut up, you're getting a lot of skin. And mm. Skin is a bit flavorless. So the flavorless skin ratio to flesh is quite high. Mm. When you cut up an apple, you're going straight into the flesh. Yeah. And the same reason for the M&Ms, I think it's surface area, like Cameron said, but also the candy, you know, you've got that sugar coating on the outside yep. that's really tasty. The candy coating to chocolate ratio is much higher and smaller M&Ms. Mm. So there you go. You think that the candy coating is nice? I do. I like that sugary little rush you get from the candy coating. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I mean, some of these, are, this is a little bit subjective, of course. Some yeah. Of these. Some people oh, will Maybe course. that is. I do prefer mini M&Ms. Do yeah. you prefer mini yeah. M&Ms? I just like, I, I, I always think like, I just like if, food. You, yeah. if you can have one of something, why not have a hundred of something? So you can fit more in your so gob. So you can fit more in your yeah. mouth and it's yeah. like you can play about with it with your tongue. It's more fun experience. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't want to hear about you playing around with things with your tongue. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> So, Christopher Gibson, because you're so good at this and because you've prepared... How many pages you got there? you got like 20 pages. Four or pages. five pages wow. of, of PPAP homework. Did you pay for the printing? Uh, no, the university does that. Oh, libelous. Sorry. It's not libelous, I don't think. Anyway, <laughs> um, Christopher Gibson, another question for you. Why does pudding taste better with a plastic spoon? All right, people. So if you were to eat your pudding with a metal spoon, mm. metals are actually the flavor of a metal can be detected by human taste buds. So yeah. the saliva interacts with the metal 
to produce metal ions. Oh, and the more so reactive, it dissolves the metal a little bit, or a tiny like- amount that you you're actually you can actually sense with your taste buds. Mm. The more reactive the metal, the more you will taste that metal. And metals typically don't have a very nice flavor. No. Everyone's probably, you know, you know that taste. We would call it metallic. (laughs) (laughs) Science is not winning this. It's a very metallic flavor. Or let me put it, it's it's a very bitter flavor. Yes. So when you um, you use a metal spoon, you will actually uh, have some of the flavor of the the metal ions, Mm. um, and that doesn't taste very nice. Now, the other thing with a plastic spoon is it's an insulator. Yeah. So if you're eating something that's warm or cold, it will tend to stay that temperature. Metal can conduct. Yes, it conducts heat away or it takes away the... And that can be quite jarring to the taste buds. Mm. So uh, Have you got sensitive teeth? Uh, no, not really. No, no, not especially. I know some people do, but yeah. yeah. So that's that's why metal. I think metal spoons. But don't why, taste as nice. why pudding in particular? I mean, we we normally it's pretty oh. common to eat with with metal things. I mean, everyone puts them in it their is, mouth it every is, day. It is. It I is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I suppose the question is like, why does it taste better with a plastic? It's not that it tastes horrible with a metal spoon, but why is it actually a little bit better with a plastic spoon? And, mm. Yeah, and I think that's why. Yeah. Why. Yeah. Uh, because the metal tastes shit. <laughs> <laughs> just ever so slightly shit. And Did that, you just produce your own abstract? And that, <laughs> and that shit flavour sort of reduces the enjoyment. All right, very good. And last one here, which was a little bit different, was why does Coke taste better out of a glass bottle? Uh, and then I actually changed that one because I think Coke tastes the best out of an aluminium can. Oh, that so, is controversial. And I've got an answer to both. Why Cameron is wrong, or right, which one do you prefer? I like both. I like the glass, glass bottle. bottle. Yeah, glass just yeah, just it makes it feel more like a luxurious no. experience. It's a luxurious experience. Oh, so it's psychological uh, for you? Maybe no, I, I don't know. It feels mm-hmm. nice. I really do feel like I could taste the difference if you poured them all in into a plastic cup, not a glass, <laughs> not a metal cup, a plastic cup. Yeah, I reckon I could taste the difference. Oh my god! Next week's taste test. We should do it. Mm. All right, let's do it. Um. Do you know, we got a comment on Twitter um, from Kelly about um, Cameron liking flat, flat Coke. Coke. Oh, yeah. But she did, she did say, actually, because I said, I don't think anyone likes Pepsi. And she said, I fancy, Pe- I like Pepsi more. Ooh. Oh. So I was called out. Likes it more. Than Coke. I'd like to know about her childhood. <laughs> 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 Whoa, well, that was weird. That was a bit weird. Yeah, never mind. I mean, right. someone having an opinion, someone can't be wrong if they're offering an opinion. But in this case, <laughs> they're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Hey, uh, Chris uh, has got an answer for that question though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris. Why is, it, why is it better out of a can? Uh, out of a glass bottle. No, no. So the question, <laughs> I thought the question was, is better out of glass. The idea is that plastic bottles and aluminium cans actually have a polymer coating on the inside that apparently doesn't taste very nice. And it leaches into the. Um, Look at Cameron liking polymers. Yeah, mm. you might, go you eat, might, you might actually like that polymer. Yeah, so that's go nothing eat wrong some with polymers, that. you no, weirdo. I, I, aluminium cans far better than a plastic bottle, and yeah. then glass is in between the two. Oh, okay. Well, Incorrect. Again, an, <laughs> another opinion and another wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Well, 
your move, science. I think we scienced it. Yep. Take that, science. Take that. Bring on another challenge, yeah. world. No Australian quarterly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Music is provided by the excellent Adelaide-based band Boys From. Please check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Do it. Also... Remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the forum, and I'm even thinking one day soon we may even have a designated Twitter handle oh. for us. I don't know. It's, Are we that popular? We're starting to get popular. Oh, good. Wow. Um, and remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get this deliciousness into your head. Um, Cameron, sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Publish Perish Your Podcast. It was brought to you this week by our future sponsor... LinkedIn. Andy and Chris will like it eventually. <laughs> it's bollocks. I'll Very never good. like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final farewells. Gibbo says, check your junk. Bye-bye. Bye.